Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Tuesday. It is Dave Sturgio. It is Chris Gucci. It is sure A5. Is. Anthony behind the glass here at Chop Studios. How about them Cowboys, baby? What uh, an absolute uh, barn burner last night. <laughs> what a, It was... Everything that I didn't expect at all. Um, there's a lot to dive into with this game. Um, and, and let me tell you something. Dak Prescott answered every single naysayer and hater and whatever other terminology you want to use or whatever the kids are saying nowadays. Um, he was on fire. He was absolutely on fire. First drive, I was like, I was like, oh, here we go. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, man, this is going to be one of those nights. But, man, did he turn it on. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the Cowboys on every single Cylinder last night, and I feel like it was more like the Bucks lost that one more than the Cowboys won it. Oh man, you really no, I'm just messing with me. I was gonna say that, that can't be authentic. Early that here can't be authentic. Shop Studios. Um, I would say, listen, truth be told, the Bucks were an eight and nine team going in. They've had their struggles throughout the course of the year. They haven't looked good in specific games. They also looked amazing in in other games. Brady's looked really good in the fourth quarter. He's looked really good on last minute drives, but. The, the key to success last night was to get to him, get him flustered. I did call for a Microsoft tablet toss or two. I didn't see any of those, but I did see him start to yell. He did seem flustered. Um, but shout out to, you know, we'll get into a couple coaching things that happened over the course of the week. Uh, but I think if anything else, the, the only loss that the Dallas Cowboys received last night was Dan Quinn. Like, he might get that job in Denver because, I mean, like, that that performance right there to shut down the GOAT, the greatest to ever play in the playoffs ever, to shut him down the way they shut him down. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like, oh, at the last second they came up with a big clutch. No, it was all game. Yeah, they dominated that game. The offensive line was pretty much a revolving door. Oh. But I don't know if Dan Quinn goes, man. I I, I know that there's probably going to be some options for him, but he had the, he had the, he had the option to leave last year. And I don't know if he would have been hired. He was considered Denver, to be a finalist at Denver. Denver was talking about um, this offseason after they fired after they fired Hackett that they were talking about wanting a, a legit established veteran head coach. The only thing that's established about Dan Quinn as a head coach is that he hasn't been a good head coach. I know that he's done a lot of work, great work. He in did Seattle. go to a Super Bowl, and I know that he did a lot of great work in Seattle. But twenty eight to three um, thing. You know that I, I give I give a little more flowers to Shanahan on that Super Bowl run. Sure, it was Matt Ryan's MVP season. That flowers w- to Shanahan, <laughs> he blew it. <laughs> but in terms of the what got them to the Super Bowl, oh okay, I don't think it was really Dan Quinn. Now, obviously, he was the head coach. He's putting the pieces in place. But realistically, I think Shanahan has proven that he was the the mastermind behind that mm-hmm. that Atlanta offense success. Now, we saw him in Seattle do well. I just don't think that Dan Quinn goes anywhere because. I think that the NFL kind of needs to catch up to the, the fact that if they're a coordinator and you failed somewhere, the realistic expectation shouldn't be that you're going to succeed somewhere else at this point because I think it's been proven. There's a few guys that have had a, a good second run. Bill Belichick is a very good example. I but, mean, he's the greatest you know, example. We're talking about a 30 – he was a coordinator 30 years ago, so mm-hmm. it doesn't really count. But in any event – Everybody performed when they needed to last night. There was a lot of talking heads out there saying that Dak was going to, you know, choke this one away, and he didn't. So we move into the top movers, and he is our first guy. Dak Prescott absolutely delivers a gem of a, of a performance, um, 25 of 33 for 305 yards, 
four touchdowns through the air, one on the ground. The dude finally decided to use his legs. He knows he has them. He's done it in the past. Clearly, you know, that ankle injury that took him out of 2020, you think it's in the mental head. Like, I don't know if I want to take off as much. Dak Prescott was putting his shoulder down. He was diving for first downs. The dude could not be denied last night. And again, I you, you got to admit he's he's not he's not gonna he's not your Patrick Mahomes of the world. He's not those guys with the skill set of Patrick Mahomes. But I will tell you this: Dak Prescott's a gamer, and the the call was answered last night. His stock rises. You put a multiplier on this guy. You made some money on Dak Prescott in the Mojo market. But going forward. Yeah, it was Tampa. So great. They definitely Can got they their do hands it? full next week. But hey, you Can gotta, they do you it gotta next win week? it to be in it, and you gotta be in it to win it. And they won it and they're in it still. So however you want to slice that, the Cowboys got a shot. Yeah. Hey, three NFC East teams in the final four in the NFC. How about that? How about that? How about the fact we're two years removed from the NFC East being the laughing stock of the entire league? Every single team under five hundred. The division winner was like the Redskins at the time. They won seven and nine or something like that, or six and ten, something atrocious. That was but now Heineke, here we are. That was where Heineke yeah, know. that's where he got his money, and or at least his the confidence behind the that Washington commander. We got our first look at Taylor Heineke. Yeah, right and but for this division to turn it around and do what they did, especially in the fashion that they did it. I mean, the Eagles are the number one seed for a reason. The Giants went out there and did their thing against the Vikings, and they they dominated that game. To, to me, they dominated that game. And then Dallas takes care of business last night. So, as far as the Mojo market's concerned, with the remaining quarterbacks in the in the field. Dak Prescott, I believe there's eight left. He's in the top five of the of the eight left. You have to you have to give him that at the very least. I mean, I know you could probably think about it on the top of your off the top of your head. You shift to the AFC quarterbacks, and you're looking at the Mahomes of the world, and you're looking at Josh Allen, Joe, Joe Burrow, Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, right? And then you could put Dak and Hertz maybe in the same conversation as of right now. Hertz had himself a great year, but. Overall, then you got Daniel I'm, Jones. I'm going to avoid Brock because Purdy. I don't want, I don't want to get Dave enraged right now. But I'm going. I'm to not going to avoid. Get no. You can't touch me right I'm now. Going I am to so avoid, good. I'm going to avoid the list conversation right now because I think it's so fluid and dynamic at the back end of this t- top ten, we'll call it. But when you're looking at the AFC, I mean, we've talked about the AFC. Yeah, no, the they, AFC's got some some a lot of out there. And I, I'll stick by this. Look, I I think Dak plays himself. He he he's not outside the top ten. I think we could establish that. Like, when you're having conversations about Kirk Cousins, you're splitting hairs there. And if you want to say Kirk Cousins, not you per se, but if somebody wants to say Kirk Cousins, I'm just going to say, okay, fine, deal. Right? You could, we could have that. He had some success, and there's, there's realistic knocks on both players. But I think when you're having that conversation, you got to put Dak. You can't get to the ninth quarterback and then, and then start saying names after that, like guaranteeing better right. than Dak. They're not. But we'll avoid the list for this, for this particular. Point. For, for um, me to be in a good mood the rest of the day. I am not really look, I, I'm I'm the Cowboys did well. I don't think that their coach is good. Otherwise, I'd be all in on Dak right now. And they're having enough successes to where McCarthy's gonna be around for a, a little bit. Dak even said it. He said, I think it's comical or laughable that we're even answering these questions about my head coach when they won uh, 12 games two years in a row. You you want to have your, your coaches back, that's a good thing. I do think it's hindering Dak's offensive output just a little bit, but the 49ers might hinder it a little bit more next week. We're going to see a good matchup. Dallas is rolling. I know that Dave is big on um, 
He's big on trends when they lean in his direction and they've lost a game and then they won four. They lose a game, they won four. I mean, that is the you that know? all hail the streak. Hopefully, hopefully it's not on grass and blue jerseys. And it oh, is. And it, it is. is. And it was. All I'm that blue joking. jersey stuff to, and the and the grass trying to stuff. This, um, it's just it's so ridiculous. Sick feeling I have that I'm jealous Dave's team advanced and mine's just <laughs> I mean, I'm, be I'm happy. sitting here opening memorabilia. Uh, yeah. Dave's watching playoff games. <laughs> I was going to say, what, I saw the notification. They're like, what? You're alive on one? I'm like, ha! I'm not watching that one. <laughs> but anyway. Um, My crazy. Facebook thing was like, who wants to, if, if anybody is bored of watching this thorough ass whooping <laughs> that the and Cowboys are putting on Tom Brady. Cowboys and, fans were excited. First road playoff win since 1992. Little Sturch was seven. I was seven years old when the Dallas Cowboys won a playoff game on the road. That's 30 years ago. Um, so, again, Dak balled out. Flowers to you, my man. Thank you. Thank you for delivering the Dallas Cowboys fans and the media um, something to talk about for another week. So short Dak. So short Dak, absolutely. Never. This can't happen two weeks in a row, right? Um, speaking of a guy that's on a franchise tag right now who's looking to get the bag, is the recipient of seven catches, 95 yards, two touchdowns. That's Dalton Schultz. Schultz absolutely balled out last night. Found himself wide open. I kind of wish that Kevin Burkhart did the game last night, just so I can hear him wide open all the time. Dude, this kid was running free, even in, in the blocking. He was he was doing everything he needed to do uh, to, to get himself in the conversation of a contract. Now, I don't know if it's going to be Dallas. I really don't because – they have Ferguson. He played very well. They have Sean McEwen. He's a younger guy. They have Peyton Hendershot. He's another young guy on the rise. So they have a massive tight end room, right? I think that Dalton Schultz played himself into a contract somewhere. I think it's I think it's atypical of the it's atypical of the Cowboys to not lock up their tight end long term if they feel like they have something good. You I mean, know, he's not Jason Witten. You don't you don't not, keep a legend he's around. Not, he's not. But I mean. The numbers are up across Jay the board Noble offensively, but I mean, is he not? What, what, I, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I think you that, think he's Jason Witten? No, I think he could be as good as Jay Novacek. I think Novacek was a very good player. Yeah, but he was, was a, a, a really good role player. I mean, yeah, I, I but yeah, yeah, he, talking, could, he, he could was be. their Cowboys tight end for the better part of a decade, if not a decade. And three Super Bowl similarly wins. Similarly to Schultz, you know, he he leaves a little bit to be desired in certain departments, but. He's not the best, but he's certainly not hurting you. Mm -mm. I just think that the tight end market is a little priced out for Dallas right now. And Schultz, can, the fact that he's having good games down the stretch, it took him a little bit to get going, but he really earned himself some money the last month and a half. I he think. did, and he probably earned and you money. And it's just not going to be from the Cowboys. So. He probably earned you money if you're an investor in uh, Mr. Dalton Schultz. Um, so, look, the Cowboys, outside of the Cowboys playing out of their minds last night, there was one guy. Uh, before we get to one guy, I do want to say a special shout-out that I hope you're okay, Brett Maher. What the You're about to say Russell Gage. No, well, him too. Can I? We'll talk after. <laughs> we'll talk after. But all I know is Brett Maher sets a record for missed extra points in a game, regular season and playoffs. Hasn't done this since 1932. It's almost 100 years, okay? 100 years almost since the last time any kicker missed four extra points. Get out of your own head, Brett. Stop thinking the moment's too big. You are so clutched the entire season. You'll be all right. As uh, soon as uh, Mojo lets you invest in kickers, he's one I'm, I'm not going to go long on. <laughs> Just for the sole purpose of 
Anything that can go wrong will go wrong with Brett Maher right now. Not good. Yeah, I'm out on They Brett. kept trotting him out yeah, there. I'm, I'm out on Brett. Yeah, they kept trying to, trotting him out there like, all right, just go make this one. Make up for the last I wonder one. If they would, and then it was like, all right, go make game, this one. Make up in, for the last two. In game, you have to. Dak Prescott. Trot him out there. Throwing his helmet like he was did you see? Pissed. Did you see? I don't know if it was a receiver and a receiver's coach on the sideline. Who's number 11? Micah Parsons. No, then it's 10. There, Cooper it, Rush. Either way, <laughs> it was neither of those two. I could promise you that. But... On the sideline, he's like, yo, they were the coach was kind of coaching him up, looking down at the the tablet or whatever, and he's like, yo, did he just miss another extra point? And the coach was like, get the out of here, <laughs> get the out of here, bro. So he sure did. Uh, we'll see. But another guy you might want to keep your eye on if you're an investor. He is the absolute goat in so many ways, whether it be the NFL and the Mojo Market Report, and that is Tom Brady. Tom Brady's stock. Fell a little bit, okay? Not crazy amount, okay? Um, but if you have the multiplier on Tom Brady, like you probably should if you invest in a legend like him, um, you definitely lost some money last night. Tom Brady goes, ready for this? 35 of, do you know the stat? How many times he threw the ball? I know that they only had seven rushing attempts in the first half. Do so you want to take a gander? 60. 66. 66 attempts by Tom Brady. Um, he Is that completes. A record? I don't know, but he throws for 351. A lot of garbage Jeez, time. Um, two touchdowns, one bad interception. Ready for this stat? First red zone interception that he's thrown as a Buccaneer, and since 2019, hasn't thrown a red zone interception in three years. And the one he threw last night, people in his face. I feel like if I had to guess at what he was trying to do, he's trying to throw the ball to the back of the end zone, but he's on his back foot. His arm strength ain't what it used to be. J. Ron Curse comes down with one. There was plenty of balls from either Curse. Uh, I mean, the corners just played out of their minds, too. I mean, Diggs, it's another conversation for another day. My man, I've never seen somebody try to avoid contact more than Trayvon Diggs. <laughs> like, he's just like, ah! <laughs> he wants nothing to well, do with nothing. they brought in um, Xavier Rhodes. Oh, yeah, no, Xavier Rhodes. You know what I saw? He's I run, saw his back of his jersey. He's a run-stopping corner. Oh, he was rough. But, again... We'll see what happens. But as far as Brady's concerned, 53% completion percentage. His two, I mean, his uh, his one interception is a big one. It was a 14-play drive. 14-play drive looking for points to get back in the game, and he throws an interception. It's just like, oof, wind taken out of the sail. My question to you is this. Obviously, he didn't address anything in the post game. He said he's going to take some time, kind of yeah, do the Rodgers thing. Whole, the, the real conversation is, is Brady going to come back? Is Brady the, done? The market projects that he is. Because he's got about six dollars in future uh, future value on the Mojo market. Mm. If you look at what he banked this season, I would imagine it's close to around six. So one more year. I don't know if they how much he's going to go up if he announces that he comes back. Are they going to? Because he's only going to take it year by year. Are they going to play it the same exact way? I would imagine that the market will say, okay, he's going to play it one more year. He might go up about is, that percentage. About is there six a, bucks. is there a team that's a Brady away? And I say Brady away, and I'm like, well, what, what are you getting? Well, the 49ers could be one. I don't He's think from, so. But, I mean, what do you mean? I just don't. I mean, they got Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, and Jimmy G. Jimmy G's a free agent. Yeah, well aware, but they can well also bring him back if they want. Jimmy G's a free agent. Brock Purdy's free, literally. Yeah. Right? And Trey Lance is badly injured that he may or may not be the same. And bringing in Tom Brady is the one thing that you could point at Trey Lance and be like, <laughs> what about okay. I mean I, I'm looking at I, I told my dad last night I was like what about uh, maybe Vegas maybe 
But it's like, even if they're not a Brady away. I think here's the thing. Two, I'll, I'll bring up a couple teams. Ready? Mm-hmm. Dolphins, because he's in Florida already, and it makes sense because it's not such a crazy So they move. give up on Tua or Tua retire? Well, there's a lot of question marks surrounding the Tua situation. If you don't recall that there was a, a Brady involvement with Tua I remember and, that. and that yep. whole thing. So there's smoke there. Um, he's from Northern California, the, the Bay Area, so there's definite smoke there because if there's anywhere where he would be willing to uproot what he's got going on now, I don't think it's going to be to go to Vegas and deal with that madness with Josh McDaniels, the Davis family. I don't think that Brady goes to Vegas. I don't think he uproots himself to go and, and go to a team that really shit the bed this year nonstop. Well, what, is Brady really going to come in and outplay Derek Carr with running for his life with no cord? No. Brady's not going there. I know he has a relationship with Josh McDaniels, but I still say no. I think it's either retirement, Dolphins, or the 49ers at this point. The Raiders are, is a nice potential story, but I think that just – it's only because of the Josh McDaniels thing, but I don't think Brady's going to Vegas. It's a lot. We'll see because, again, what we saw last night out of Tom Brady was exactly what the Cowboys needed to see, and that was old Tom Brady. He did not look right. There was a couple, you know, a couple passes where, of course, you, you see the velocity, he picks it up, he plants his foot, laced it in there, right? But then for every one of those, spiking it into the earth, like just giving up on plays, he just didn't look. I mean, look, truth be told, the Cowboys win the game, Brady's walking off the field, he doesn't even look mad. He doesn't even look mad. He doesn't look like he's like just frustrated with a loss. He just looks like, all right, man, I'm done. I think that I'm there would have been a different version of Tom Brady if there was a tight game and they lost. You would see it. But I think that the <sighs> competitive fire may have gotten beaten out of him around mid-fourth quarter where right. it's like, you know, even I can't come back from this one against yeah. the defense playing the way they're playing. So, and, and honestly, the defense wasn't doing him any favors when you have to – when you have to play comeback in the second half, you need to get stops. They weren't, so no defense. No, no shot sure in that one. Well. I think it's time to short Tom Brady. If I'm going to say it, if I have to make a prediction here, I've been on the fence back and forth, and it really has been a weekly thing. You see him play well and have fun, and you're like, oh, this guy's not coming back. He's divorced now. I mean, we sit here and say he's divorced now, and we, we factor that in. It's like, well, his family's gone, so now he can do what he wants. <laughs> I don't think it works that way. You know, We talked about the Zach Wilson thing. In the preseason, everyone's like, Zach Wilson's the man. I was like, Zach Wilson's going through it right now. His girl just broke up with him. His mom's probably pissed. You don't know what's going on in his personal life. He's not feeling like the man. When Tom Brady's, you know, everybody's saying he don't care about his family, he's seeing this shit, too. He does care about his family. I can guarantee (laughs) it. So the whole thing that he doesn't care and he's going to play because he's divorced, I think it might be the opposite. I think he might be like, you know what, I kind of realize that, you know, I'm 58. And he's got a guaranteed contract with Fox. To go broadcast and do the as booth if, thing. As if money is the issue, right? No, it's not TV the issue, club. but I'm saying like he's you know, got something to do to question. get his football fixed. I have a question. I'm going to send you a link to Tom Brady's website, right? TB12.com? TB12.com. Order I just a, guessed. Order a hoodie. What is it, like 90 bucks? I wish. Shut up. Was it more than that? Tom Brady's got some expensive clothing. Well, All right, we'll that's why that. I won't be purchasing any so, of that garbage. And, and you know what? As soon as he retires and he's able to go into that full... 28 bucks for this flannel. Until he's, <laughs> until he's able to go into that full-fledged NBA jam. Karam <laughs> Butler and Anton Jameson. You got you to love it. very homage. It is a homage shirt, right? Yeah, it's nice. It is. It um, is. But yeah, Tom Brady. These guys were... When Tom Brady was a rookie, they were just born. This is a, <laughs> a, a retro shirt. So we'll see what happens with Mr. Brady going forward. But the Dallas Cowboys secure themselves a, a ticket to San Francisco next week. They'll take on the 49ers. You got the Eagles and the Giants. You got the Chiefs 
taking on the Jaguars and the Bills and the Bengals. And we're going to cover all those games throughout the course of the rest of the week starting tomorrow. But there was things that kind of fell through the wayside just because, you know, there's a lot. Obviously, everybody wants to talk football. Everybody wants to talk playoffs and teams that made it. This isn't necessarily a eliminated team uh, rundown because there's been plenty of teams that have been knocked out and, and done for the year. We're not going to go over all of them, but there's a very interesting story developing in Arizona right now with the fact that they, the firing of Cliff Kingsbury was, I don't want to say expected, but when you can't deliver with this massive quarterback on your team and well, then he obviously massive. gets hurt. To be fair, he's very small. Well, he's very, yes, by, mm-hmm, sure. Um, short. <laughs> so I will say this, though. His contract was huge. His guaranteed money, all that stuff that big went contract. into the season. <laughs> big contract, small person. Um, but then you're looking at the option for D-Hop. And when you're on the market, when you're looking at guys to invest in going forward, do you think that this is a situation now where if you get in on DeAndre Hopkins and they do ship him somewhere, we're going to have this conversation where it's going to be like, oh, my God, I can't D-Hop and this guy? Like, all of a sudden, like, he's going to have this resurgence because if they're going to shop him yeah, and they're trying to move some money around for the future of this team, I don't know if this is the guy you want to move. So <laughs> you look, know what I mean? Like, what is that? Well, two things. One, Hopkins has always been the guy that's like two years out from his free agency. He's like, I want a new deal. And guess what? <laughs> he wants a new deal. <laughs> so right now I think he's owed 36 over the next two, which it's a lot you know, I would want a new deal too if I was him based on the fact that he set the market when he got that deal, and now it's basically doubled. Yeah. <laughs> and he had a massive deal at the time. So, if I mean, I'm we're Hopkins, getting guys on the, uh, like, Jefferson The is thing is, up. Hopkins <laughs> has very little leverage, and the fact that they're kind of going through a rebuild right now is the only thing that's going for him in, in his abilities to get out of town or get a new contract because right now was, he wouldn't get one. He would have to hold out. Was this supposed to be a rebuild, though? I mean, like, you had Murray. No, no, no. They, you had it, Connor. You had Hopkins. No, no, no. You had all these guys. No, 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 It was not supposed to be a rebuild, but now you have an injured quarterback, so you're going into things next year with the reality that you're probably not going to have your starter out of the gate, no, which is not a good not. spot to be in. First-year head coach now, and that's where the rebuild's coming in. I wonder who goes there. I mean, they, they messed up hiring Kingsbury, I think, um, Pat Mahomes, he has Pat Mahomes to thank for that because he was the quarterback at Texas Tech when Kingsbury, Kingsbury was the coach there. When they hired him, it, it was right away. I mean, the, the Cardinals had Josh Rosen as their starting quarterback, the number whatever overall pick. He, uh, the day he, Josh is our guy. And then he drafted Kyler Yeah, Ray. no, so that's Which what he I'm was saying. right to do that. So I understand. Now, so now, I, well, I'm well aware that the Kyler Murray is all of a sudden has say – in who they bring in, which I always thought was complete garbage. I don't think it's garbage in, in the right spot. You have guys like, there's been Peyton Manning in the league, Aaron Rodgers in the league, that, Tom Brady That guy's not league. Peyton Manning Those, or Aaron yeah, Rodgers. Yes, very, Those guys very, can very different. who brings you 100%. in. 100%. You don't get a brand new shiny contract and then get hurt, and then you get to also determine who's your next head coach. No, that's not the way it should work. It might work this way, and it might happen this way. I don't see it. What I do see is whoever they do bring in, that maybe Murray's not as solidified as the QB in Arizona. I'm not doing this for clicks, I swear, because I, I truly believe that even if you gave this guy a contract, there are teams out there that can afford this guy, okay? They could if they wanted to, and I'm talking about well, almost, talking about the Bears, talking about the Jets. I'm talking about teams that might want a superstar quarterback, superstar quarterback, and based off of – what this guy's been paid, he's being paid like a superstar quarterback. But he's outside. You talk about before, the feeling, he's outside the top ten. I think the feeling outside around the league is that uh, Kyler Murray's overpaid. And Absolutely. And when you're 
envy. It's like when you're a GM in the league, you kind of know this position that other GMs are in. You know, any GM is having to give Murray that deal. So it's not like the GM made a big mistake. You know, you have you have no choice in some cases where you got the guy. It's like you realize how hard it is to get a franchise quarterback. And as bad as Murray can be at times, there's been some real flashes. Last year they started 9-0. He was an MVP candidate for, for a good portion of the season. Obviously it tailed off, but I blame a lot of that on Kingsbury. I want to see Kyler Murray because I do not think Cliff Kingsbury was an adequate head coach in the NFL. I do not. And a lot of the bullshit pouting could be from the fact that maybe he is a little immature, Kyler, and I think he is. I think that's established. Um, but also when you don't have a good coach, it's really hard, especially when the fingers are all being pointed at you as being the guy that's messing up. Right. Um, in, in any event, it, it's a tricky situation. There are more situations that are going on around the NFL uh, as far as the coaching is concerned. Um, it's been announced that Sean McVay will be coming back to the to the Rams. Stafford said he was already coming back, whether or whether or not Sean McVay. I don't think there's any tension there. But do you think for whatever reason that there's an actual open quarterback conversation to be had next year? Absolutely not. They no, just, right? They so then what Stafford happens to Baker Mayfield? Nothing. He goes out. He's free agent. Done. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I unless, feel like that was his best chance. Unless he's down to do to something take real, real like third string slash backup money and come in and compete for the backup quarterback job. That's how Baker's going to get approached by execs in the offseason. If that. If that. Interesting. Um, John uh, Jim Harbaugh is staying in Michigan. Jim Harbaugh is in fact staying in Michigan. We already know about Lovey Smith being fired, so they're going to have a whole new regime. The coaching search continues for the Broncos and the Colts, and you know these, there's a lot of teams out there searching for their next guy. And I think that based off of of decision, nah, I mean, I know you said it already about Justin Fields, but there are like rumblings of saying like maybe they take a shot at somebody different, and Justin Fields is shipped off for some haul. I know it sounds ridiculous, but we've seen crazier things. Nobody wanted, nobody saw Russell Wilson leaving Seattle. Nobody saw Tom Brady leaving New England. We've seen crazier things in the NFL. When it comes to this, it's a business after all. And if the Bears want to really stockpile, I mean, you can get some heavy artillery, uh, artillery for a Justin Fields if that were to be the move. But if there are all their confidences over there, great, great. And I think that the kid could be something special. I think- I don't know if he could throw the ball. I think that there's going to be. He might be another Lamar, honestly. The Bears. And that's another one, Lamar. It's a tough (laughs) spot if you're the Bears because if you start those conversations Mm -hmm. about potentially moving on from Justin Fields, it's obviously going to go public. When there's smoke, there's fire. If it goes public and they're not able to get something done, then you're stuck with a quarterback that knows that you don't have the confidence in him. And then the other flip side of that is when you go public, and you start making calls and saying, hey, Justin Fields is available because we may like one of these other guys a little bit better that we have not even seen in the league yet. If I'm an exec, I'm going to be like, well, they've seen this guy in practice for two years now, mm. and they do not believe in him. What about my coaching staff is going to make me think that he could throw a 10-yard out? Nothing. So right. I'm not in on Justin Fields if I'm an exec around the league, at least at the cost of what the Bears are probably going to be asking for him, which is what they gave up, which is a ton. So no way. Remember that Justin time Fields, they, they're going to have a hard time getting Remember that ready. time they traded for Chase Claypool? <laughs> and I know God, if this is the clippable content, which it could be, I have no idea what's getting clipped. If, I mean, if it's, you don't think it's going to be a Cowboys clip, you're high. Oh, that's very valid. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not. Um, Justin Fields is just – we'll just leave it at that. Justin Fields, he is going to be the Bears quarterback next year, but they're probably unhappy about it. And I'm going to get flamed in the comments. 
about sure. talking about Justin Fields not being good because he's not. All right. Well, we'll see. There's a lot to discuss in the offseason, but guess what, guys? We're not in the offseason yet. We will get there, and tomorrow we start our coverage with the entire NFL slate left. Um, obviously, there's matchups to be had. We're going to figure out who's going to go nuts for your stock and your portfolios coming up this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. No more Monday, thank God. Um, and it's all here. It's right in front of you. So do us a favor. The only way you're going to find this out is, one, Download the app right now, okay? Deposit some money. You know what? They're always giving away stuff, whether it be, you know, risk-free or free bets or whatever the case may be. Mojo's out there giving away stuff. So be sure to be on the lookout. You can also follow us everywhere, all over social media, on the Twitter, the Instagram, and the TikTok, at Mojo, M-O-J-O, and of course the Discord, which was a little bit ski on fire last night and a couple nights. We're all wondering what the hell people are going to do with their Tom Brady stock. Everybody's up in arms right now. Sure. Yeah, I would say it might be the end of the road for Tommy. Um, and if you've invested in him and you have all that banked value, which you don't because <laughs> it's just it's there, but whatever. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. So happy about today. I didn't think I was going to come in here. Happy. I really didn't. I, I had this really eerie feeling going into the game. Then towards the end, I started having a little bit more confidence. And towards I think the end, what was in it? A 30 point lead? No, no, no. Dave I'm talking about confidence. No, when 31. I was leaving the office yesterday, oh, I was feeling oh, confident. Oh. I said, we're going to beat Tom Brady. Like, it's just we're going to do it. It's going to happen. And it did. I'm proud of you, buddy. I know. Thanks, man. How many sacks did you have? Me? Oh, uh, just a half. Half a sack. <laughs> Oh, French fries from White That's Castle. perfect. That's perfect. I'm glad you picked up on that. <laughs> you can't say we. You don't pay for the team. Anyway, Dave Sturgeo, Chris Gucci, and A5, Anthony behind the glass. This has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Let's get ready for divisional round coming up this weekend. We'll see you guys tomorrow. How about them Cowboys? <laughs>